Hello and welcome back to another episode. I feel like it's been a little bit since I have chatted on here. Actually, it's only been like a week, but for some reason, January always feels like so long. Every year, it feels like it's like three months in one. Like it's only January 13th and it feels like New Year's was like a while ago kind of. Uh, Maybe it's because we just like jam-pack so much shit into January that like it's just very heavy with content and thoughts and things and resolutions and all that shit. So I don't know. It's feeling long to me and so much has been happening, so much good stuff, so much overwhelm, so many depressive moments and days, so many extremely happy new things that I've been doing and focusing on. Um... It's been wonderful. I mean, it's terrifying growth. I mean, so many things. I think the last little bit of the year was a lot for me. The first half seemed to be really good and strong. And then the second half was just like, whoa. Like I had just growing to do and shit to do. And especially this last week, like I've been so depressed. I don't know if it's like my period or what, but it's because I've been anxious and then my depression has been happening and stemming from the anxiety. Because I think when you like are having reoccurring anxiety attacks, you just like get depressed over it. You're like, well, this sucks. This is my life. I can't function. It's debilitating and it's hard. So, I mean, you know, I'm someone that I've always said, I think that I've suffered from mental health issues, anxiety, panic attacks, depression since I was a little girl. So, You know, I talk a lot about mental health. I talk a lot about wellness and all of that. But most of it comes from the fact that I need it for my own self. And, you know, we all still need it. Even therapists need it. And even people that are, you know, specialize in this. It's not like anyone's perfect. And I just, like, I enjoy talking about my mental health struggles because I feel like it normalizes it even more. And... It's like it's it's dirty and terrible and shitty and and hard and so hard and the resilience that comes from dealing with mental health issues is unbelievable honestly. Um and so if you've had a weird week too, I'm right there with you, but I'm carrying on. Um so many good things have happened though. I mean, I feel like the new year started off so strong. I've had so many cool opportunities this month. I just did my first in-person workshop um, for journaling and whatnot uh, tonight. And then I've just been really strengthening my relationships. And it's just been, I've been feeling really good about this year. But also, yeah, have had lots of um, anxiety. I Even today, I went to freaking urgent care in the middle of the day because my vision was going crazy. And I was scared. I was like, am I having a brain aneurysm? Like, what the fuck is happening? And I went to the the urgent care and they were like, and all of a sudden my head started hurting too. And they're like, oh, I think it's just like a an aura migraine or something they call it. So now I'm like, oh shit, I have these like aura migraines I have to think about. And it just was like so terrifying and whatnot. So anyways, that was a tangent of just how my week's been going. But Today's episode is really exciting because it's all about relationships and I'm currently in a really amazing relationship, but I really wanted to just answer some questions because I've been in about four serious relationships. My first one was when I was 15 and it was for a year and then I had um, one more 
when I was like 17, 18. And then I had two shorter, like six month long ones after that. And then I had another long one and then I had a really long one, um, for almost three years in like 20 in 2019 or 20, 2018, 2018. So yeah, it was, it was strange. I, I, I've, I've actually never really been that single. Um, I've definitely had like hot girl summers where I'd like just went on benders of boys, but I definitely have a lot of experience with relationships and obviously like just hearing things, being with friends, just going to give my perspective on some things and some thoughts on good old relationships. Cause I have learned quite a few damn things. Um, so anyways, I asked, I had people ask me questions and some of the main big ones I'll just go over first are about my current relationship. Um, people are interested in like how we met, um, all that. And I got another question that was really cool. Like, what is your love language? Which I feel like is such a revolutionary thing for me right now. Um, looking back on like my past relationships and now understanding love languages. So I'll get into that. But first off, okay. How I met my boyfriend currently, we've been dating for like six months, seven months now. Um, we met on hinge, which is a dating app and I'm proud Honestly, Hinge, if you want to sponsor me and my boyfriend and um, we can be your poster poster couple, I'm so down for that because honestly, it was amazing. Um, Hinge was always like a miss for me, but I must say he, he was a winner from that. I will definitely say that. Um, but yeah, that w- it was fun. We went on a really great first date and we immediately hit it off and it was awesome. So um, what's your love language and how do you show love? So Love languages, if you haven't taken the quiz, I will link it. You need to take it. It's basically this quiz thing that labels you into what your love language is. Um, and I think there's five of them. It's it's quality time, physical touch, acts of, acts of service, gifts, and wait, what am I missing? Acts of service, gifts, quality time, physical touch and oh my god what is the other one oh and duh words of affirmation oh my goodness that's like one of mine so anyways yeah those five and you basically take a quiz and it tells you like which which ways that you would like to receive love and then how you share and give love so mine were my top ones are physical touch and words of affirmation and it makes so much sense that means that like that's the way that I basically perceive love from a partner so you know for me it's like I don't really care too much about like acts of service or gifts like I don't that's not how you show love to me at all I'm really 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 big on like I want the affirmations I want you to tell me how you feel how much you love me how like beautiful you think I am like tell me all that like tell me it all Um, and then I love physical touch. I love just like always being held and my, like my hair behind my ears and kissed and like, you know, my boyfriend and I are like always just like somewhat touching, like literally in bed, like we'll be on different sides of the beds, but like his toe will just be like touching my leg. (laughs) Um, because we're both physical touch. So when we first start hanging out, he has the love languages book. And I was like, "Mm, is that a red flag or is that like really fucking dope? So I guess it was dope and he ended up having the exact same love languages as me and I think it's a really important conversation when you are dating someone and this is something that I lacked 
in my last relationship so much because basically like you know if you're if you're not receiving love and feeling love and communicating to your partner that like you're feeling not as adored or not as like sought after or attractive because of what they're doing they might not understand because the way that they show love isn't your love language so for instance like my ex-boyfriend I was obviously big words of affirmation. He was not. He could not for the life of him tell me what he thought. He never once told me I was like really beautiful or attractive or like whatever. We'd always get into these little fights. I'd be like, do you even like me? And he's like, of course I do. I'm with you. And I'm like, that's not it. So I should have communicated if I would have known all this. Like, you know what? Like my, this is my, my preference and what I, what makes me feel really good. And if you could just, you know, try to honor that a little bit more. And then I could ask him like, what's yours? You know, um, his, his could have been like quality, like if it's quality time, it's like making sure that you are, you stick to your word and you show up to dates and to things with them. And, um, you're really spending one-on-one time and you're putting your phone away and you're really, being with them. Or if it's like acts of service, it could be like doing things like, you know, picking them up coffee in the morning or cooking them breakfast one day or, um, you know, fixing something for them when you know that they've, they've mentioned it or, um, things like that, you know? So it really just depends. And I feel like it's such a good conversation to have with your partner. Um, just really, yeah, it really helps. So those are the questions I'm going to ask about my relationship, but these are some other, I got tons of questions. And I just picked out some of my favorites. So how to know if you found a good guy or a good one when they all act good at first? Um, this is a really good question. I like this one because it's really true. A lot of men can be very like, oh, like you're the best, da, 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 and give you all this attention and love and text, text, text you. And then all of a sudden... They're like, bye, the ghosted, not there. So they can act and put on a really good front, but it's like, are they really feeling that way? Or do how do we know? Like, how do we know if they're really a good guy, if they're really into it? So I would say, I mean, I think, to be honest, like, you kind of just have to have your guard up a little bit, but just trust it. Because it's like, how, I mean, how do you know? How do you not know? I mean, you're not going to know. And maybe that's it. It's just you just don't know. And so I think that worrying about it and having like serious trust issues will make it harder. I think just going with it day by day, week by week, date by date, and not trying to read into it too much and obsess over it, but also um, enjoy it and enjoy the attention and affection and love or care of whatever he's doing. Um but I wouldn't, I just wouldn't like prevent, I wouldn't like overthink it because I think at the end of the day, you don't know anything. We don't know anything about each other, really. So I think that's the key is just like not overthinking it, you know? Um, opinion on long distance. I wouldn't do it. I guess if I like really, actually, no, I don't think I would. I think that I'm someone that I get bored easily, really easily. That's my fatal flaw. And I just don't have an interest. I'm like, I, I'd rather have you be here. And again, I'm very physical touch. I don't want to live in a different place from you. Like, I would like you to be here. Um, okay. Is making the first move more successful or getting asked out? Um, I personally like 
seducing a guy so much that he will ask me out. That's my tactic. Is like, how much can I eye fuck someone until they ask me out? Um, obviously, my boyfriend now is different and I'm not seducing anyone. Um, this is all like hypothetical in the past situations, by the way, obviously. But um, yeah, I would say that getting asked out probably has been my bigger success rate because I know the guy is super interested and it's just like off the bat more easy and I don't have to like be as in control of the situation, which I kind of like. But at the same time, if you're really down for someone and you're just like, why not? Like life is short, fucking ask them. You never know what's going to happen, you know? And there's tons of success rates. People ask guys out, like, why not, you know? So, um, but I would say definitely like prep, priming it and prepping it so you can feel it out and see if they're going to even be down if you ask them kind of thing. That's more of like my tactic. Um, when to define the relationship. Um, this is hard. I mean, for me and my past relationship, and my bad, what kind of baddish one? Um, we never defined it literally until like six or seven months into it. We're like, are we dating? I guess so, because we didn't communicate. So I think if you're having constant communication, um, then it's really good to do whenever you feel like it. Um, I think one thing that my boyfriend now said to me, which I think is such a good, cool way of thinking about it, he was like, I knew I wanted to ask you my girlfriend when it was very overwhelming to where I felt like it was going to come out of my mouth. And that was the most amazing thing ever because it really made me think like that is when you should be wanting to say I love you and choosing when to ask someone out is whenever you look at them or you think about them and you're just like, fuck, like this is my girlfriend and you both feel it and you just know and it's just there and it's just good and juicy and that's when you do it. I think that's how. That's how you know when to define it, honestly. Um, what do I do? I find myself losing interest fast and getting bored. Well, I feel that. I really feel that. I think um, it might be, I've noticed for me, like I have had this problem before many, 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 many times is that it comes from a something else. It comes from another subconscious place that doesn't really have to do with the guy necessarily, unless you really don't like them. But for me, actually, I think it's from like feeling unsatisfied in other parts of my life, feeling bored in other parts of my life, feeling um, unsight, uh, like unhappy and kind of just like on edge and unsatisfied and 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 um, kind of dealing with other stuff in my life. And I just want to take it out on the person and be like, ah, this isn't working. I'm bored on to the next one. I want other validation. I want to feel like wanted again. And that's not what you should do. That's, you know, so I would say, try to kind of find the root reason. Like, do you really not like the person or are you just kind of like feeling antsy and like getting cold feet? Are you like nervous about the relationship or, um, or you actually just don't like the person and you're bored? Like there's many different answers but I think for me I noticed that I have to ask myself like am I really bored and don't want to or don't want to be the person or am I just like using that as a coping mechanism for like something else is going on in my life you know um how am I already talked for 16 minutes this is wild um let's see 
how to start over after heartbreak. I would say give yourself time. I would say first off, I wouldn't try to get over a heartbreak immediately. I think if it works for you and if your personality is very like, I just want to you know, hook up with someone else and talk to someone else immediately after, then that's great. Um, but I would say also sit in the, sit in the discomfort, sit in the healing, um, take some time for yourself, explore yourself, regrow a little bit. Um, I think that helps so much because sometimes we just get stuck in this, like, I need another guy, I need another person. And oftentimes it didn't work out or something because of something that was maybe on our end or something that like, you know, was hard. So that wasn't like working. So I think that taking a second, taking a break, all of that is really helpful. So, um, I would say give yourself some time, do some, lean on some girlfriends, have some actual fun, go out, dance, like have a good time. And then, you know, it'll naturally kind of happen. Okay. Opinion on soulmates. Um, this is so hard. I don't know if I have an opinion right now. I think I don't believe in one soulmate. I don't think we have one soulmate. I think there's too many people and there's, there's too much shift that happens with all of us. I think as humans, we shift so much. We shift our perspectives, the type of person we are, what we're into, um, thoughts, feelings, likes, interests, whatever, so much that is it, I don't think it's, it's possible to even have just one soulmate. Um, I think we have multiple soulmates. I think you can have soulmates with your friends. I think you can have soulmates platonically. Um, and I think soulmates like lovers, like great loves, like it's like going back to like, can you love, um, you know, more than one person truly? Like, do you only have one great love or multiple? And I think that you have multiple soulmates, you have multiple loves. I think, um, yeah, I think I'm a little confused about that too. And I think I just, I don't know fully how I feel about it, but that's definitely kind of where I'm at is that, no, I don't really believe in like one soulmate, you know? Someone asked, does sex ever get boring? Um, it has in past relationships, but not in my one currently, because let me just tell you the Aries Scorpio duo is just fantastic, but that's all I'm going to say because it's personal. I just really don't want to exploit or put too much of my personal dating life on the internet because I've done that before and it's not been great. So yeah, but no, currently I do not get bored of sex. I'm also a very naturally sexual person and I find great enjoyment in sex and again, physical love language touch. I love it. And ever since I got my libido back, I've also been just like fucking going ham and it's so much fun and it's so great to have a libido and to feel sexy and want sex and all that. So yeah, no. And if you do get bored of sex, um, you know, I would say switch it up, try something new, communicate that. Um, Oh, what's your opinion on monogamy versus open relationship? Oh my God, this is such a hard question. I feel like, again, I don't know. I don't know. You guys, this one's really stumping me. I feel like personally, I don't think I could be in an open relationship. I don't think we can. I think that 
there's two, I, I, there's no, well, there's no way I know actually I could. What am I talking about? Could I have a threesome or something? Yes, I think I actually could. I think I really could. I think I could actually, like, with my boyfriend, have a threesome. Um, but, like, no. Like, if he wanted to go on a date with a girl, I would say absolutely not. And I don't think I would want to date. Like, I'm also just not a good, like, dater. Like, I'm not good at dating multiple men. Like, it is too much for me. I tend to just set my sights on one person. But, like, no. I don't I don't know. I But it's not that I don't believe in it. Because I think for some people, maybe it works. Or, again, maybe it's just what works for that time in your life. Like, I really believe that. And I think we need to normalize not having such, such strict beliefs on things. Like, where it's like, yeah, 100% for monogamy or like 100% that's fucked up, you know, or I love an open relationship. Like, I think you can say like, I think if it works for your life in that moment and you're in a relationship and it both feels right for you, I love that. But I think also it's really hard because I think naturally we want to be monogamous and we want to, I don't know, we want to have one partner and feel loved and secure. And I think security plays a big role in human relationships. And I think people want to say like, we are animals and animals have different partners, but like we aren't animals. We have a subconscious. We have um, trust issues. <laughs> we have exes. Like animals don't like that was his ex. Like we do. You know what I mean? We stalk Instagrams. We fucking get in our feels and We'll need to go to an antidepressant. Like, that will happen. Animals? No. I'm literally staring at my cat right now, and I know for a fact that even though she is completely neutered, she would hate, she would totally not mind, excuse me, sharing a partner because she's just oblivious to the entire world, and she's just laying there like an angel, just living rent-free in this apartment and living her best life. But anyways, I just feel like, you know, monogamy is just really something that we love as humans. So yeah, security, comfort, all that comes from monogamy. So yeah, I don't know where I stand, but I guess I kind of do know where I stand, but whatever. Um, what would you do if your boyfriend kissed another girl then said it meant nothing? Um, I would literally never talk to him again. Like, that's cheating. That's literally cheating. And the fact that he would, like, kiss another girl when he's dating you, like, I don't care if it didn't mean anything, but you did it. But you did it. And that's what we're not doing in 2022 or from now on. No cheaters. None of that. It's just, like, they're going to really do that. And, and it's just more of the disrespect for you and your relationship, like, that's truly it. And I feel like for me, like, I would have a really hard time taking a cheater back because one thing about me too and one thing I think that we all need to have more of is I don't want to be having trust issues in a relationship. I don't think it's fun. I want to be able to trust my partner. I don't want to feel be feeling weird and, and, and shady and uncomfortable all the time and having to stalk Instagrams. Like, I don't think I've literally done... I felt shady with my boyfriend once this entire time. Like, meaning like I've never felt like, oh, is he doing something shifty? Like not once because he makes it known to me that he is to be trusted and he's never given me any, any, any reason not to, um, for me not to trust him. So yeah. Okay. So I think I'm just going to answer a few more. Let me actually just pull up 
because I got so many and I think it's just like I'm gonna just read some right off the bat I feel like relationship questions always get so much attention because I mean it's a great topic I mean it's it's something that you know really dictates a lot of our life whether they're romantic relationships platonic relationships you know like all kinds are really um very important parts of life so okay um here we go let me go down to the bottom because i didn't really oh my god there's so many more than i thought holy shit um a really common one was how do you deal with jealousy do you even get jealous um i think for me i have obviously in the past and like i still can get jealous but i think the thing to remember constantly is that trust is the biggest thing for me in a relationship and like i've mentioned before in this episode i just feel like it's not worth it to not trust your partner so i think you have to just trust them until they give you a reason not to and really try to set a boundary with like checking you know their phones or looking at their instagram following and do things like that like, like this stopping that those kind of toxic behaviors when you don't need to of course if they have cheated or if they're acting weird then bring it up mention it instead of just kind of trying to like find a reason not to trust them because that ends up just causing a lot of chaos and conflict and i would say just trust until you have a reason not to if that helps um but also jealousy wouldn't just in terms of like instagram or something like that or having them like look at other girls like it can be hard and i think it's a very normal feeling to have in relationships but as long as it's not consuming you i would say it's actually pretty normal honestly um let's see how to stop settling for less than i deserve i'm such a people pleaser and just want to be loved um, again, I think it's like you really have to find out what the root cause is that root cause of that is. Um, I think that we just gravitate towards people who will give us quick gratification or make us feel good about ourselves quickly and not really kind of actually put in the work to be around people who will really love us and really be there for us. And so I think that it can be easy to just kind of go from guy to guy and accept and kind of just like go with however they treat you um but i think you really need to put your foot down and practice small do small steps of putting your foot down setting a boundary saying i don't like that or uh, that doesn't make me feel good or you know that makes me uncomfortable or i don't like when you speak to me that way and if they end up not liking that then they're not it and then you have to stop it you have to say no um, I'm not going to be a part of this anymore. Um, and you deserve everything good in the world. You deserve to be treated like a queen. And I wish I would have told myself that um, back in the day. I wish I would have told myself that up until recently. Um, because when you actually are with someone who treats you the way that you want to be treated, it it's, makes life so much better and it's so amazing. So I would say start small and just start putting your foot down with things um, and speaking up for yourself. And then slowly you'll get more in the habit of you know, kind of not settling for, uh, for less with men. Um, someone asked, first date went super well, but he hasn't texted me since as a third day already. Should I text him or let it go? I would say, honestly, like text him and just say like, Hey, how are you doing? And if he's very like cold and kind of cut off, then I would say then just 
don't respond and say I got a really nice time you know I'm just not interested um, but you could also just not text him and honestly let it go and let it die I know it's really hard but I feel like what I my experience is is guys just and I do the same thing honestly too like I try to be more respectful but sometimes maybe it's even like they they're talking to other girls and they just are like really invested in one and kind of letting letting other things fizzle out I would say just honestly cut it off and let it die um or just say something because it won't hurt either way you know like if you feel like you need closure then say something um let's see um a lot of questions on soulmates already answered how does that feel filing for the idea of someone uh how do you know if someone likes you? Um, this is the last one I'll do. I think it's really, I think it's about like the eye contact and honestly, like the way they just look at you and talk to you and also how adamant they are about seeing you. Um, personally, from my experience, that if a guy is like wanting to see you and is really making an effort, then he's into you, he likes you. Um, but if he's not, if he's kind of like not texting as much, not really making an effort to hang out, I would say it's probably like even more time or he's just not into it. So I would say, you know, it's almost like that whole phrase, like if he wanted to, he would, like, I really believe that. So yeah. Um, but you know, with anything too, it's like, you have to really just like think about the situation and. Um, I think it's important to also be honest and just communicate and if you're seeing a guy and you want answers I mean ask you know why not like what is it really gonna hurt especially if they're just really not giving you what you're wanting so anyways this is really fun I really want to bring on like a friend to talk more about relationships I think that could be really fun too so this is my little intro into a relationship episode but I'm definitely gonna do more in the future I love them I love talking about all things relationships so maybe I'll get like another another girl on and we can discuss it further but yeah I hope everyone has a good rest of your day morning night weekend whatever and sending you a lot of love